Tom Bernard Show with... Joy Ann Parker. Mark Lemoyne. Catherine Brandt. At the fourth position, Hackmaster, <laughs> Ralph W. Basham, M.D. Andy Brian Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And some schmuck. You've been pushed down the couch. <laughs> See, I call myself a schmuck and she ignores me. Because <laughs> you should be a schmackle. Oh, yeah, schmackle. I should be a schmackle. You're absolutely right. We will be right back. We're going to talk about holidays and singing and albums and all kinds of great stuff right after this. Tom Bernard Show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well, it is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I, I don't think he's there. <laughs> That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Do you talk to her like you talk to me? Do you tell her that you love her? Say she's all you need. I love that. Thank you. 
That's phenomenal. Thank you. How did you grow up learning to sing like that? Um, Not a lot of people in uh, other than honkies and up there in Mellon, <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> no. How did it ever happen? No, no. Uh, I actually just started singing this kind of music about four years ago. I've been a singer my whole life, but um, what I kind can, of singing? Choir mostly, stuff? yeah, church, yeah. school. Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up with classic rock and country, but no blues or soul. So, so I just, no, that's, I, that's new for me. No, well, you know, to tell you the truth, there was not much to, along the R&B, blues, and soul down here back when I, I'm, I'm a little older than you, but, <laughs> you know, uh, just a smidgen. So how, it, so did it all start singing in the choir? Yeah, uh, in church, my, my mom was always the pianist, and I started singing when I was about two, I think, the first time I sang in what, front really? of people. Yeah, really? Yeah, I'm just... Marco always says I sing like I breathe. Like he asked, he just asked me that. Did you come out singing? Well, <laughs> it's, yeah. but pretty close. It's been uh, it's been I a long time. I can see that. No, it's <laughs> it, that's amazing. Was it? Because uh, I was thinking Ashland, Wisconsin has a lot of a lot of Lutherans up there. I didn't, I didn't know they belted it out in Lutheran no, churches. I didn't, no, I didn't. I went to the one Baptist church there was. Oh, so. yeah, well, there you go. There but you there go. was a Swedish Baptist, so you take. Uh, that's, that's a, that's, there's somebody looking in the window here. I don't know who that is. I hope it's not somebody with a gun. That'd be nice. I'll lock the door quickly. Why is a guy looking in here? Like that? <laughs> what the hell was that all about? I see the guy's face up he's against still... the window. He's trying to open it. No, he went in the other office now. Maybe he didn't That's know weird. where he was. Maybe I should sit over where you're sitting, so if he does come in, I could have I'll fun. take him. I got I've got him. my water bottle. You got a good man. Him. <laughs> Smash him in the head. You're my kind of guy. That's Never all I have to say. Okay, so you're, you're two years old. <laughs> first song was Wheels on the Bus Go Round and Round. <laughs> no, probably Living Like Jesus Wants Me for a Sunbeam or something like that. <laughs> I like it. Can't use the word Jesus anymore. Oh, it's 2018. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I grew up Roman Catholic. and, and You did too? Where'd you grow up? Rochester and St. Paul. Oh, did you? Yeah, Sacred, Sacred Heart. Hills. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I know a lot, a lot of well, a lot of Italian and Irish people in St. Paul's. There's a lot of Catholicism over there, and then over where I grew up, right over here, same situation. A lot of Catholic, Irish, Italian, and German, French, all kinds of Catholic people, but. We have a lot of Catholics too. I'm Croatian, so the rest of my family was. Who do we know that's Croatian? Somebody has told me they're Croatian. I'm being surrounded. Mark, this is not good. <laughs> This could be this could be a lot of trouble yeah, for that's me. That's on my Gons travel list. Okay. Gotta get there. Definitely. I like it. Beautiful, gorgeous. I like yeah. it. God, so that's good. St. Paul, man, I love St. Paul. That's a it was a weird deal. This is a true story. Uh, there are people in Minneapolis, and there are people in St. Paul. And back when I grew up, you didn't go to St. Paul, and they didn't come to Minneapolis. I've heard that. But I did. And I'm really glad that I did because I found out all this great stuff that happened. Completely oh, different towns. The, the roads, people are the totally roads don't different. make it too easy to get. Back no, you can't. It's true. Yeah, you I mean, can't that, get there. That bridge is can't a get pain. there from here. It's hard. Yeah, it is. I, I just think it, it was a terrific. I, it was a great experience for me. It really was. Going, I was trying to think of the name. Just off of the end of Seventh Street, was it was it Rocco's Italian Restaurant back then? I it was called Rocco's. I don't know. I never really went good. to St. Paul when I was... No, nobody did. I'm the only one who ever did go over there. But, and now, of course, I have to put up with Bilski because of it, because he's from St. Paul. Well, actually, he, he lives in Fridley, doesn't he? But So so you sing in a choir. You're belting it out from the two on. Mm -hmm. So then when you decide, you know, this is what I want to do. Um, well, I went to school for pharmacy for a couple years. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. mm. I've been telling them to go to pharmacy school. Yeah. They won't listen to me. Well, 
I went because I, I knew I would make some money. Um, That's where I he should good, go. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went, reason. why am I doing this? I hate this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't. I'm not going to be a good. I'm not going to be much help there. Yeah. Uh, and then I switched to music, and it's I. It's really great having you in. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you're really welcome. Nice. Really, really nice. Having well, I'm. St- I'm not making any it. money, so as a musician, so if that, that helps. No. Um, yeah, I went to school. I taught for a few years. And, oh, you did. And, uh-huh, and then I did uh, church music. Like I led the. I was the director, the music director at a church, and then I had my two kids, and I stayed home with them. And eventually, was I've always wanted to be in a band, so I found this band to be in. They, I was, it was just all kind of random how it happened. So, um, how old are your kids? They are eleven and eight. And do you do? Do you travel a lot on the road? Do you perform all over the place? We're starting to travel more. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're, we're we do a couple longer tours because I do everything myself, booking wise and all that. So um, we do a couple longer tours a year, and then we go out for long weekends. Quite quite regularly to the yeah. region. So, do you get to take your children with you sometimes, but not always? Uh, I would no, I have not yet because again, there's we're kind of not making any money yet. <laughs> well, and they're so, also at that age where they don't even probably want to go. They yeah, they, well, they yeah. would rather stay home. They've got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, until we get the tour bus, it's probably not super yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they are coming with me to Iowa next week because I'm playing at a casino and uh, he he got us rooms for free, so my kids get their own rooms. So that's cool for them. Mm-hmm. They like that. Yeah, and there's a pool. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's terrific. Joanne Parker in studio. Mark's here kind of making sure everybody's happy. Yes. Right? <laughs> that's his job. So you don't, play the, you don't play the guitar? You just carry it? Oh, no, no, no. I, that's, that's my job. I, I play I guitar. So. That's what I do. Uh, Joy and I uh, have collaborated on the writing of uh, some of the tunes on the album. Um, and it's just been a great ride for me. I, uh, I get to extend... Uh, my own playing career and involvement, um, and step back. Isn't that how you used to put it? I have to, I have to take one step back and one step to the side mm-hmm. and uh, make sure things are going well. That's not a bad thing. There's organization. That's right. I don't know about being in a group that had, that's organized. I don't know. I was in a group <laughs> from the time I was 11 are. to 19, <laughs> and that was not organized. 11 to 19 years old, it was not organized <laughs> at all. But uh, it, no, it's it's just so. How did you get started, Mark? You, you're so you were in Rochester when you started playing. Oh uh, gosh, yes. Um, yeah. The, uh, similar, but not quite as long-standing as Joy's. Um, I discovered at nine years old that if I stood up and played "The Spirit Is a Moving" at the Catholic Church with mm-hmm. my guitar, they would give me a Pepsi and a Snickers bar. That was it. <laughs> That's the whole deal. That was it. Well, well worth it. It was well worth it. So that's, that's still good. what he gets paid. <laughs> I get two Snickers bars now. You get two now. That's not all bad. I, you know what the great thing about that is the inspiration that that, that kind of thing brings to, to young people. I remember the first time I, I heard Oh Happy Day. It was like, oh, my God, that's the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life. And that what was that woman's name again? It was the, uh, um, I can't even remember the name of the orchestra anymore. Or the choral. Uh, cor- what was his name again? Oh God, I can't believe I can't remember that. I love that song. Yeah. But it's a. Uh, you guys know the song. Yeah. And yeah. did you play a little oh, yeah. bit of it? Oh, oh happy, happy day. day. Okay. Edwin oh, Hawkins. Happy day. Edwin Hawkins yeah. was the guy's name. Yeah. Edwin Hawkins yeah. Choir. But I can't remember her name was Dorothy something. I think. This uh, woman can sing like Dorothy the, Morrison Combs. Dor- well, I almost I don't got it. Know if I knew that. Listen to this. This woman can sing. And is this what inspired you? This kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, 
more like like Aretha and you oh, know yeah. like more of the pop stuff because that's what I knew yep. until I got into learning more about it and dug deeper and then right. found more stuff but Aretha Etta James that that stuff for sure raise it up just a little bit Andy because the great part Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's mentioned in Jesus. We're going to be in big trouble. We're going to be in huge trouble. No, I mean for the length of the yeah. the clip. Oh, that's right, the length of the clip. Can't little Fawny River's been singing a little gospel song, too. Fawny is? Yeah, our two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter. Oh. She's been singing about singing. Love Like he a River. Taught oh. me how. She's I can't got even all get little, my voice that high. All these I, little things. It is, but see that as he, even as a little kid, you hear that. It's like you hear that in your chest. You feel it in your chest. Mm-hmm. I can see why people go, man. That, that's what I want to do. I think that's what Aretha did. I think like when oh, Aretha yeah. passed, that people started telling all these stories. And I always we do an Aretha tune, but we were doing it before she passed. But um, it's that same concept where people said like she brought that music into your house. Like yep. it was like you know gospel came right into your house sure. on your radio station, and people yep. were like, "Whoa!" And That's it was powerful. like, "Yeah, it was." And and like some people probably couldn't even put a finger on it, but you just knew it moved you. No, there's no question. But I think Aretha Franklin probably was the best singer ever born. I mean, of pop music, soul music, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure that. Uh, Kiri Takanawa would probably argue with that. She she could sing just a little bit. <laughs> I think just naturally for her. It was just so yeah, natural. I think that's exactly what it was. She was yeah. just so natural at it and just kind of sliding into things. I, Catherine gave me uh, for my birthday was like a 12-CD set of soul classics, and she's all over it, and it's just amazing music. Mm-hmm. Isn't it fun to, to make a living doing what you love to do? Yeah. Yeah, like I'll let you BS. know when I start making a living. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's coming. Yeah, you're not that old yet, so. But yes, there's time. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it is. I mean, that's why I do it. I mean, I, it's the only thing I can do. I, if I, I've tried stopping. I think musicians always like to like, oh, I'm gonna quit. Like, when I go get a real job or like, whatever. You can't. You can't. If you're a real true musician, you just can't. No, stop. I, I, I think I it's think that's you. absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's very very true. I, you know, I've been in radio my entire life and spent some time at Capitol Records, about six years. I've been around it my whole life, and I just there's nothing else I want to do. There's nothing else I can do. Let's be honest. I'm, you don't want me like you know doing auto repair. <laughs> like that. No, you, you don't, don't want that happening. Oh, thank you, honey. <laughs> Very nice. I'm yeah. agreeing with you. What's wrong with that? <laughs> you suck at that. You could, you could restart roulette records. Oh, roulette. Then I could steal $40 million from, uh, God, Tommy James. 40 to $50 million. Morris Levy. Do you know the Morris Levy story about, uh, about uh, Frankie, uh, Frankie Lyman, the teenager? I do. And the reason I know it is oh. because I heard it from you on the radio. Oh, is that right? Oh. <laughs> well, that. I've always liked you. <laughs> For people who don't know, Morris Levy started Roulette Records in New York. Tommy James was uh, one of his big acts. But Frankie Lyman and the teenagers, and they were teenagers at the time, uh, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, things like that. And the first pressing came out, it said, Why Do Fools Fall in Love, written by Frankie Lyman. Second pressing came out, written by Frankie Lyman and Morris Levy. 
third pressing, written by Morris no, Levy. <laughs> and the kid died young. I mean, he died very, very young because of that whole thing. They, he stole all their money. It's just unbelievable. Wow. So be careful. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> Parker Lemoyne. Remember that. Yeah. He keeps trying to put his name on my stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what, right. What try? What try? What? Written by. That would be pretty good. I, I kind of like that whole deal. I, I just think people listening to this, you know, the young people listening to this may be inspired. If you have the talent, you should use it. I mean, it's not, you're right. It's hard to start making money doing it. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But if you stick with it and you're really good at it, and, and you understand what people want. Uh, I mean, look, we had a guy on yesterday, Ian King. He wrote a book. There are 216 different types of rock music. I had no idea that was true. 216 different kinds of rock music. You know, you go from grunge to folk music. Speed to Speed rock. Okay. What's speed rock? I don't know. Apparently. Goth, whatever. There's so many different yeah, kinds of like, of like right. the... But it is a category. Mm-hmm. Death metal yeah. with like, oh, yeah. like four different I know, it's, in front it's like of it. a slightly different chord <laughs> progression and it gets its own genre. So, yes. yeah. Yeah. so where do you put what kind of venues do you perform? <clears throat> well we do the Dakota. Um, oh we, that's we, cool. That's mm-hmm. a great that's place. Great. I'll be there with Nicholas David next week actually. Oh I like oh. Nicholas. How's he doing? Yeah, he's great. He's on tour again. I haven't talked Is to him he? for a couple weeks, but yeah, he's been really busy. Years. He's been out with Devin Allman oh, okay. for a while. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure what who he's with right now, but he went back out. So but yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. He's looking forward to making some more of his own stuff in the next year, he yeah, told that's me. Good. Yeah. Very, very good. He's coming to do this show all the time. Yeah, he's fantastic. Really good. Um and a nice guy to boot. So he yeah, is we, a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. So we do the Dakota. We play at Crooners um, in Fred Lee. My brother Lee. works there. Oh, yeah? My brother Troy works there. Oh, my gosh. We know Troy. Troy's <laughs> our favorite bartender. That's my brother. I was going to say, that I thought you looked a lot. Yeah. That's and amazing. Well, he brought us out to Chanhassen. So we'll be at Chanhassen in the oh, fall with our good. Patsy Klein show. Who brought you up? Troy got me hooked up with He's them. unbelievable with that stuff. <laughs> Never hooked me up with a damn thing. But... He's been waiting for well, you to hook him up with something. Oh, he wanted me to come over because apparently there's a guy that uh, that does Frank Sinatra. Yes, that's, yeah. that's Andrew, who is the booker phenomenal. there. He is. He is very phenomenal. And i got to get over there when he's... What's well, amazing. You guys know yeah. my brother. Yes, he's our favorite bartender. Oh, he's a wonderful I know where guy. he gets his sense of humor now from. Uh, well, now, wait a minute. His <laughs> jokes are awful. <laughs> <laughs> Troy has awful jokes. That is unbelievable. Yeah. That's well, the, you know, it's funny. Because we do, we've done our Patsy Klein show. Is, are we on 16 now? Yep. So this will be our 16th sold-out show. Love Patsy Coming Klein. Coming out. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. i got to take a break, but I yeah. have a Patsy Klein <laughs> yeah, story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Troy's Sucks. fault, actually. We'll be right, <laughs> right back. Do you go by Joy or Joyanne? Either one. Joyanne is my Joyanne stage. Parker. Mark calls me Joy because he's familiar with me. <laughs> well, Mark has great taste. I want you to know that, especially in radio. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard. <laughs> A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. 
It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Well, there are the influences. Is that your guitar work? Oh, not bad. bad. Oh, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good, Catherine. That's a good Minnesotan compliment. Right? Yeah, that is. She has stare at her shoes. Uh, not bad. <laughs> they can't even look somebody in the eye. We're just talking about the fact that they know my brother Troy. And my brother Troy, my, my brother Tony comes and sings there at Crooners once in a while. I know that. And then he spouts his psychotically left uh, politics. <laughs> <laughs> He's the crabbiest man he is, alive. He is the crabbiest man. He is man the crabbiest man, man that crabby. ever walked. <laughs> I love him, but he is God, crabby he's as that hell. Man crabby. There's no doubt about it. But uh, very quick story. Remember the old original sports bar at the Mall of America? Yes. A guy goes into the original sports bar um, when it first opened, and he walked in, he goes, I'm Tom Bernard, and everywhere I go, I eat for free and I drink for free, so I'd like a drink. Bartender gives the guy a drink, starts talking to him, and about midway through the conversation, bartender says, you know, God, you don't look anything like the last time I saw you. He goes, well, we've met? He goes, no, actually, I'm your brother. (laughs) It was Troy. (laughs) How phenomenal was that? That's so great. The guy has such bad luck. He tries to pull a scam, and he runs into my brother. Well, that's karma. Yeah, that is karma. No running around pretending he's you. That's and acting like a big shot. Whatever. That is. Hey, you should tell you should tell Troy your Tom Bernard next time we go. Yeah, oh, it's crazy. I eat for free. I eat drink for free always. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you should pay my house payment this month. Why are you paying my house payment? What the hell's wrong with you? See, that's one thing I do love about this kind of business because you do run into people that know people and everybody knows everybody and it's a yeah. good thing um so you're on the road how many how many nights a week I suppose three, three to four that. three to four that much. yeah we do a couple different that's because we are diversified <laughs> we do we do the right. big group but then he and i do a duo act and then we also have the patsy klein show so we are we're very busy Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Patsy Klein, my story, Patsy yes. Klein. My mother loved Patsy Klein. My mother's voice is this voice. This is how my mother, <laughs> I'm telling you, but my mother sounds like this. Yes, but she is totally tone deaf. So she's got this voice right here. She goes, Tom, what are we doing for my birthday? And I said, Well, it's a surprise. So we took her. You were there that night, yeah, weren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, I thought so. 
front row center for the Patsy Klein show at the Ordway. Mm. So she's about from me to Catherine from the singer. Mm-hmm. Loves Patsy Klein. So the woman comes out, and, and the Ordway's packed, right? The woman starts doing the show, and my mother decides she's going to sing along. Oh! <laughs> and she's literally going, Can't carry a tune in a bag. walking <laughs> after midnight. The woman stopped the show and said, I'm sorry, honey, but you can't sing anymore. You're throwing the whole show no, off. I'm just sitting there trying not to laugh my ass off because I'm, listen- I'm trying to listen. <laughs> she's sitting next to me doing that whole... I don't understand. How can you love music and not be able to at least carry a bit of a tune? I've had that happen, and we do it in the Dunsmore room, and there's only 80 people there. And there's somebody right in front and sung along the whole. Yeah, I had. It it throws you off. I almost threw my shoe. (laughs) (laughs) I think you did. I I think. No, I just gave him the mom look like. (laughs) <laughs> no, because it's so like right in front of me. Can people go to JoanneParker.com yes. to find out where you're going to be? Yep. Because I mean, you've heard her sing already on the show. It's it's great music, and you it sounds like you cover all music. We do a lot of stuff. It depends on the show. Like I said, the the band is uh, mostly our music, original stuff. Yeah, right. And then right. Um, you know, Fuel Soul covers thrown in. Um, and then when Mark and I do duo stuff, we love old school country, so we do some of that and kind of whatever we feel like doing and. Um, some old gospel stuff, maybe, or, you know, just whatever. Whatever you, we feel like doing. <laughs> you think it's uniquely Midwestern because I had the same upbringing, it sounds like, as you, whether it be Patsy Cline or Saretha Franklin or whatever. Is that unique to Minnesota? Uh, most people lock into a, a genre or type yeah. of music. But, I, yeah, a lot of people Wisconsin and Minnesota, they like a bunch of different things. Yeah, maybe. Which is great. We, we don't really have a I culture. Like, I think in the South, there's a certain culture. Yeah, yeah you know, that's right. right. So we're kind of like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's a good way to polka? put it. Polka? I don't know. If you <laughs> don't want to do polka. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie The Patsy Cline Story? Yes. When, when I think it's, is it Ed Harris? Plays yeah. the boyfriend? Yeah. Yes. I think so. He hears Patsy Cline saying, and he walks up and he goes, you ever heard of Kitty Wales? You ought to go see Kitty Wells because you hear her voice. You'd slit your goddamn throat. <laughs> Such a pleasant thing to say. Nice. And then he ended up marrying her. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, Charlie Dick. But, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's very good, honest to God. So you don't. You probably don't have a favorite type of music. You like them all. Sounds I do like. like a lot of different things, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is terrific. I, I probably tell you things I don't like easier than those things I do. <laughs> And by the way, I probably am the only guy from North Minneapolis who even knows who Kiri Takanawa is. <laughs> but her name used to be pronounced Takanawa, but then they just said, no, nobody can say that, so they just went to Takanawa. She's, uh, she's from New Zealand, I believe, originally. Huh. One of the greatest things. You ever heard her sing? I don't think so. Oh, God. Do you know who that is? She's Little a- Kiri Takanawa, Andy. Um, so how do I spell that? <laughs> T-E-K-A-N-A-W-A. K-I-R-I's Kiri. Uh, Give me some options. Give me some options because she can sing like there's nobody's business. Options about what? Uh, Songs. Songs? Songs? Song, yeah. Um, (laughs) Is she Maori? Uh, She is. Oh, she is? She is From New Zealand. She's Maori, yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Another tip about about, uh, Maoris in New Zealand for you. Uh, He's looking that up. There's a great movie called Once We're Warriors. Do not miss it. If you get a chance, it's like 30 years old now, but it is a phenomenal movie about Maoris. <laughs> what do you got? 
How about Omeo oh, Babino Caro? A lot of stuff. How about Omeo Babino Caro? Play that a little bit if you would. You're going to love this okay. woman. She maybe is the best singer ever born. Best soprano. And she's a wow. beautiful woman, too. That's the other thing. How do I not know about this person? Uh, oh, here we go. You could sing this. <laughs> Symphony's not bad either. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here we go. singer at all at the end she hits notes that i can't even hear i mean that's a, that's a beautiful song yeah. oh god it's all, well, she did interestingly so that actually wasn't her that, that was wasn't her. oh that was uh, that was judy gold judy gold yes yeah judy gold <laughs> one of the greatest singers ever born judy you still singing judy <laughs> judy uh judy oh joe oh it's Andy's Joe. It's not Judy. Well, the thing misheard. It just says Google, so <laughs> I assumed oh, it Google? was our guest. So, Joe, did you call in to sing Omeo Bibino Caro? Say what? <laughs> Apparently not. What's happening, man? No, I called. I have a question. For? Um, what, uh, Joanne, what, what, what's the name of the album? Hard to Love. Hard to love. Okay, that's yes. what I thought. Yes. Yeah, Joe knows a lot of. Joe, we're, Joe's from Louisville. Oh. And he calls in. He was originally from St. Paul. He's St. Paul guy. Uh, but he, when the Ford plant closed in St. Paul, he moved down to Louisville, and he calls in. Why do you know all that stuff, Joe? You shouldn't. You're not supposed to know all that stuff. What music? No, anything. You you know a lot about what? everything, actually. Oh, I pay attention. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, very something, that's something you got going that nobody else does. You're absolutely right. So, yes, that's the name of the album. Do you have the album, or are you going to go buy it? No, I'm buying it right now on my phone. I love it. Fantastic. Thanks. All right, Pally. Well, listen <laughs> to it. One extra Snickers bar. Yay! <laughs> Snickers bar coming your way, Mark. Well, well, listen to it and call me back, would you please? Yeah, will do. All right, thanks, Joe. I think I'm going to get a digital set of CD. You still get money for digital download don't you i do yeah a little bit yes oh mark's got a point <laughs> i gotta bust out joanne a little bit on the cut on the record evil hearted there's a lead guitar solo on that that's played by this young lady to my right oh really yeah multi-talented you can rock out nice and by the way joe yes sir uh if you met joanne you'd go She's somehow related to Britney. There's no question about it. Yeah, I can see. Uh -oh. Yeah, there is a similar. You do, yeah, the woman on the morning show with me. Oh. Her name is her name is Britney. Oh, okay. You could be definitely cousins if really? not sisters. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you act the same too. <laughs> so I know that I better not wise off, or I'm never getting out of here. <laughs> That's probably true in the mark. Uh, she has the nun finger. <laughs> she, oh, she, oh. She's got the nun finger. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you two meet? Uh-oh. Um, uh he always, you go ahead, Mark. Tell the story. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Joy was in a band that their guitar player moved to Nashville, Tennessee. So they were um, auditioning people. I apparently am the only one the dog liked. 
The only one the dog liked. Yeah, my drummer at the time had a dog, and the dog hated all the other guitar players, but liked Mark. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Oops. That's Somebody's honking their own. How was that? That's the fun story. <laughs> yes, that is a fun story. Yeah. No, it was just totally kind of chance. The old guitar no. player knew somebody who knew somebody who knew Mark, and uh, he got the job. Yeah. That's it. Well, from the guitar work I've heard, it's a good thing you got the job. I you think do so. good. Yeah, yes. there's no question That's about great. that. Now, where where did you oh, were you in rock groups from when you were a kid? Anything oh. like that? Yeah, oh. uh, I was in uh, I was in bands from forever, and then I also fronted uh, blues jams uh, around the city. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did that for about ten years. Um, just uh, stuff like that. Uh, and bluegrass. And oh yeah, I was oh, I was in uh, <laughs> I was in Buckacre Bluegrass, which still exists under the name Middle Spunk Creek Boys. So oh, as yeah. soon as I as soon that. as I left, they got good. <laughs> <laughs> they got really good. Yeah. Did you ever play the blues saloon back in those days? I did. I was uh, I fronted uh, blues jams for Ted Willebski. God rest oh, his sure, soul. Sure. Uh, just died here a week or so ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, not long ago. And uh, I fronted at the old place on Thomas, and then I fronted at the new place. Right. Right. And uh, I did, I did a jam uh, at uh, Arnella's, and uh, oh gosh, uh, worked for Mike Shaw for a while at Shaw's Bar, and then uh, for Dominic McMahon, the orneriest Irishman I've ever met. <laughs> Love him dearly. Uh, Does he know Tony Barnard? <laughs> <laughs> Does he know Tony? Dom- yeah. Dominic would say, "Sorry, you're gonna show up this week," and there would be several. Uh, do you know those FCC regulations, those uh, words you can't use? Yes. He used all them all. Of them? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, all, all seven? A yeah. String of that's profanity. a good thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's uh, what I did. One of my favorite stories, the old location of Blue Saloon had that very narrow staircase that went upstairs. You remember mm-hmm. that? That staircase? This friend of mine played the saxophone. He goes, hey, Tom, would you do me a favor? I said, yeah. I went. He goes, I want to go play at the Blue Saloon, but I heard, you know, it's not in the most stable neighborhood. Could you go with me? And I said, yes, but I want to tell you, don't talk to people you don't know don't say anything to them yeah. oh okay i said no i'm serious <laughs> don't talk to people you don't know we're going up the stairs uh that little narrow staircase he's in front of me and there's this very large black man coming down the stairs <laughs> very i mean this guy was put together right he's coming down the stairs and my friend goes hey how's it going babe mm-hmm. <sighs> Oh. He was lifted about three feet off the ground and pinned up against the wall. And he goes, would you call me? And I said, sir, I'm here to tell you he has no idea what he just did. <laughs> it was an accident. I warned him, but he did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, don't, let's not call very large people babe, <laughs> shall we? Yeah, let's not. Yeah, I don't, oh, God. What a great, Why? that was so much fun, though. Yeah, that place was so much fun. It was unbelievable. The Blue Saloon. We do have Judy Gold on the phone now. Okay, why don't we? For we sure. Got... Judy. Judy. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Judy. Uh, Judy, I have about Hello. one minute here, and then a two-minute break, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk. We're we're talking music. Okay. We're talking entertainment. You have a new album coming out. Where have you been? You haven't been yeah, back to town. Where have you been? Why haven't you come to town, Judy? I don't know. I love Minneapolis. I want to come back. I want you I to come. I need to come back. I mean, I want to come back. I want to see your whole family. I just, I want to be there. That, well, get over here. I, one of my favorite Judy Gold stories is because I've always liked her work. Just very, very funny person. But the first time she came in the studio, the whole time, and you didn't even probably know you were, maybe you do know you were doing this, but the whole time you were here, you looked at me like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> 
No, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Ah, you were, but so everything's. No you've been, you've been wonderful. Everything's been good. I wouldn't say I'm wonderful, but you know, I'm. <laughs> I, I survived. Yeah, right. everything's fine. All right, we'll take a I'm break. Healthy. Be back in two weeks, and then I want to introduce you to a couple okay. of people. We're talking comedy. We're talking singing, okay. guitar playing. It's a, it's an arts and entertainment day it here. It is. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Okay. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night. And you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority is also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers. Come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry, this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Well, it looks like Christmas is here. It's kind of hoping. Judy's gone on Christmas. Well, she's a nice Jewish girl. I know. You know? Yeah. That's a song about not liking Christmas. So it's okay. <laughs> now Judy's a wonderful person. Yeah. Judy, go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Judy, we have a great singer and a great guitar player in studio. Joanne is with us. Mark's with us. And Judy Gold, very, very funny person. And you know, you're a wonderful person as well. Do you know that? I. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I, uh, uh, I mean, you know, I try. I try. No, you're so. in, we just found out during the break that you're in big trouble because uh, we're going to be about 10 miles away in January when you're appearing in Boca Raton. Oh, I know. You better get your bus there. Oh, we are going to come down. And see, there's no question we're going to come down and see you. Oh, We'd, right, It'll be so much oh, fun. What's the name of the Italian restaurant there? We had Paul Castronovo. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, but it was phenomenal. We're going to come and eat Italian food and then cheer for you and laugh. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. Oh, we, I can't wait. We won't heckle, I promise. No heckling. No heckling. Why are you, why are you, going, to, um, are you going on vacation? Yeah, we always go down after Christmas. It's we wonderful. We hang out down there for a while. Get yeah. out of the cold. It is great. I know. love that area. And do you broadcast out of there? Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, when are you coming back wow. on the KQ yeah, morning show? Come up. Come you got to be back on show. KQ. You got to be on the, the morning show again too. We haven't had you on in a while because you you've been okay. nap, you've I'm been in. napping or you've been napping. Tell me about the new album. I want to hear about it. The new album is called Kill Me Now. 
Okay. Nothing's changed. Uh, how I feel. Um, it's filled with positive messaging. And it's my stand-up. Yeah. It's it, brutally honest stand-up. That's what it is. But that's why I love you, because you always it, have been. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you've always been brutally honest. I, I think it's wonderful. I like people who are yeah. brutally honest. It's a good thing. I know, Tom, but not everyone in show business likes people who are brutally honest. Yeah, I've, as not- you know. I've noticed that. Oh, she goes, as you know. Well, yes. thank you, Judy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really nice. Well, that's true, though. Well, I mean, just because you've, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, so you get it. Yeah, you it's, know. Very, it's very, very true. We, um, uh, one thing that surprises me is, is why don't you do more television? You were terrific on television. Why don't you do more of that? Okay, that is like when people say, how come you, you're not on Saturday Night Live? I, I audition. I, I don't know. I'm old. I'm tall. I have no idea. Joanne, how tall are you? 5'10". Yeah, she's 5'10". Catherine's 5'10". 5'9 and five, a quarter. 5'9 and a quarter. Oh, pardon me. And then, Judy, you're what, like 6'5", yeah. right? No, I'm 6'2". I shrunk. Because I had a knee replacement. Well, oh. you know, help. I, I just love that, though. Every time I go on an audition, like I went on an audition yesterday, and it's like, you know how you have to slate, you have to say your name, they yes. put you on tape, yep. and they say, yep. say your name? Yep. Every time I do it. Name and height, please. I'm like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Disqualified. Disqualified. You're out. You're too tall. Forget it. You know that might be a that's an interesting well, because if you she if you has audition, to be an Amazon in the business. I mean, there, oh, yeah. so many people are so tiny. In oh, the that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. No, it's true. They're all yeah. so tiny. I've I know never the heard that. But I think Judy, <laughs> yeah. thinking about that, if you go that approach. If you're, you know, like seven or eight inches taller than all leading men, that's going to be a problem. You think? <laughs> you think? So you've been you've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of traveling, have you? You haven't come here though. We're deeply hurt. I know. I want to come back. What was the name of the club there that I love? Uh, uh, Rick Brown. Acme? Acme. Oh, Acme's yeah, wonderful. Acme. Yeah. Yeah, Acme's a great club. I love that club. Well, get up here. Um, yeah, I do love Minneapolis. I know, I'll come, but I don't want to come in the winter. No. <laughs> no okay. You don't. Pardon me. That's phenomenal. Now, you don't. Now, I yeah, understand. neither do you. That's why you're going to coming in July then. Boy, look at the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're coming from July 1st to July 15th. Yeah, let's not cloud the discussion yeah. with facts. <laughs> Somewhere in there. So yeah. tell me about the new album. It's your stand up. How long did you work on it? And where'd you record it? Um. So I recorded at uh, Westside Comedy Club, which is right in my neighborhood. I'm a, I live on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And the album is the culmination of, you know, 10 years of trying to get a special that no one will give me. Because apparently, being over 50 in stand-up, uh, apparently you're not, you know, worthy of getting... A special on TV. So, what? Uh, I, you know, I just figured, yeah, it's just, I haven't been able to, and I'm like, I want to do an album. That's how I listened to stand up when I was growing up, you know? And then you'd sure. go see the comic, and you'd want to hear, see them do the bit. It wasn't, you know, now every, it's, they're not specials anymore, these TV. No. They're just right. a lot, of, you know, people just doing stand up. It's not like, not like, remember it used to be, you know, you'd see Carlin on HBO, and it was like, an event 
become less that, and I have more control, and I just, you know, so I did an album. I have another one coming out in nine months. Okay. Um, and it's just the stuff I've been working on the past ten years. It, it just amazes me, though, because you could be like the George Burns of women. You could go to your 100, be phenomenal. Right. Right. Sound but, like you, you know, the network executives are, you know, 25 years old, and they really know what's funny. <laughs> who, now, Judy, who were your inspirations you growing up? Did you have a couple of people you really, really admired? Well, I always, always, always loved Joan. I just oh, loved yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Um, God, no doubt. You know, she was, she was the best. I mean, just fearless. And it's sort of like, I was talking about this with someone yesterday, but she, you know, here's this woman who, you know, I'm looking at TV go, thinking, oh, if she, she's, you know, she gave me this sort of, you know, uh, permission to have this dream and think that it could actually come true. Yep. But I loved her, and I loved, um, I, you know, I loved the old, you know, Tody Fields, I thought was hilarious. Sure, sure. Um, Mom Mabley was hilarious. Uh, Sophie Tucker. But then when I started, you know, in high school, it was really like Elaine Goosler was very... Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah and she was so big and just such a great joke writer mm -hmm. uh and i actually just had her on my podcast i mean she she was really brilliant and look now thank god there's more women than ever but it it wasn't you know you didn't have a lot of people to look up to no that's true well i i should say this that that it's yet another thing that women had to you know punch their way through because Phyllis Diller right. is, a, is a very pretty woman, but she kind of she kind of uglied herself up because nobody would laugh because she was too good looking. Right. No, that was back. Yeah, in the, she told me that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she told me that she the reason she wore a skirt was that her legs were so funny looking because they were so tight, <laughs> you know, they were so skinny. Right. And she, she really did. It was so self. Women had to be so self deprecating. I mean, you look at early Joan stuff, and yes. it's all about you know how you just need a man and how it's the double standards. Yeah, you and, can't cook, you can't clean. And, and it's, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. No, I, I, see, I, that's I know. what... It's, yeah. I just think, I don't understand how it is that... Well, why isn't Elaine Boozler performing any longer? She just had a... She just put out a... I think it's a four CD set. And she's writing a book. Oh, good. And I think she'll go back. She just, you know, but I think she's just taking a little break. Well, I tell you what, I, I don't think, speaking of my profession, uh, there was a certain radio announcer in the country that didn't, that he was so mean to her, it was unbelievable, and I never understood why. But uh, I, I certainly hope that didn't hurt her career because that, that was just way out of line. And you know who I'm talking about, Judy. It's, you know, it's one of your people. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was, I don't know. It's, it's, the whole thing just didn't make any sense to me. But to tell you the truth, I, you know, what you're talking about, because Phyllis Diller couldn't do it, so she kind of, kind of, made herself look dopey or whatever but i remember as a right. kid seeing seeing joan rivers and saying 
there's a beautiful woman and she's really funny. I mean, she's I gorgeous, and that that broke the that broke the uh, the glass ceiling or whatever it was called at the time. It was now possible for you know beautiful women like Judy Gold to be funny. Ah, honey. But, you know, the thing about Joan was she didn't think she was beautiful. I know. And she, you know, her idea of beautiful was this, you know, blonde fake. And she just kept doing that to her face, which was, you know, in the end, very awful. But she was so funny and so nice and kind and classy and smart. Yeah, she used to come on a few times a year on the KQ Morning Show. And she was all such a joy. I laughed Every single time. She was just fantastic. All right, so your your album is yeah. called... What's the album called again? Because I want people to go online and buy it. Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now. <laughs> Kill Me Now. Gee, how could I forget that? <laughs> I know. I was like, what is going on with you? <laughs> okay, we'll see you in Boca Raton next month. I'm looking forward to it. I'll just start... I'll start... Okay, you know, better say hi afterwards. Well, I'm definitely going to... I thought I'd just I'll talk... I'll the tallest one there. I'll just talk... <laughs> you... That's right. Yeah, you will be. That's sure. probably. Oh, in Boca Raton, yeah. you're going to be. Yeah. yeah you're going to be about a half a foot taller than everybody oh in Boca God. Raton. Mm-hmm. All right, Judy. Yeah, we'll, you'll hear this. You'll hear this. Yeah. Okay. I can't hear. All right. What's she saying? All right, young lady. We will see you in, in a little less than a month. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. Okay. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. That didn't even sound sincere. <laughs> Thanks, Judy. Judy Gold, Bye. one of my favorite people. All right, in the world. take it easy. A wonderful person. She, is, yeah, I, I can't wait to go see her. Oh, she is so. Now, funny. what we do is we cap the show. We save the best for last. Well, the conversation was phenomenal, so I can't say the best for last. But can you can you do a tune for us in studio, or do you sure. not want to do that? We can. Do that. You brought we brought, the, brought the guitar, brought so it. I'm guessing there's intention there. I, I well, we didn't know it. what to expect, so what? we always come prepared. Well, now that you know it's Troy's brother, you. <laughs> You're fine. Everything could be good. going mono and stereo. We could take a Patsy Cline. Is any, are anybody else's headphones going mono and stereo that everyone's on? Do what you want. No. I just work here. I just. Maybe mine are croaking. That's a nice guitar. That's a. It knows funny chords. It knows disco chords. And it knows other funny chords. And it knows how to go. I'll keep a close watch on this heart. That's not it. No. Nope. <laughs> well, don't want to cause you any trouble. Oh, no. Don't want to cause you any pain. <laughs> Just one time we'll see you laughing. Oh, purple rain. Only see you laughing in the purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. I love it. And so forth. We are, well, he can't kill us anymore because yeah. he's dead. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I you played that in front of Jellybean Johnson. Oh, did you? Uh, and Jellybean yeah. said to me, Mark, you can do better than I can. Oh, he said, he going to kill you if he hear you. If he hear that. He going to kill you. He's going to kill you. That's what he said. Oh, I can't believe it. Unbelievable. The, the one I, time. Then there's a bunch of other words I'm not going to say. But. <laughs> that makes sense. One time I met Prince was uh, when his he first broke. He's about 17, 18 years old. He was just, had just signed with Warner Brothers. And I was at Cliff Siegel's house, who's now Lauren Siegel. By the way, he wants, he wants to come on the show. She wants to come on the show and, and, and pretend that, that she is the is Santa's transgender brother. 
Oh, that's great. Oh, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> but I, it just honest to God, she is unbelievable. She's a, one thing I do love, too, she's a tough broad, man. I love tough broads. And that's the highest compliment I could give anyone because that would be my wife and my mother and <laughs> our daughter, our, my sisters. I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I told you. All right, what are you guys going to do? I want to sit what, back and do, shut up. Well, we could do a Patsy song or we could do one of mine. Which, what do you want to do? Why don't do? we do both? Do one we'll of do you both. Time to do both? Do one of yours. <laughs> okay. We'll start with the sad. I I want to sing this new Christmas song because it's uh, one of my platforms is mental health awareness, and I suffer from anxiety and depression. And I had a friend uh, whose son completed suicide, and I wrote another song after that that's called Home, which is on the record. But when I got to Christmas, I went, "Wow, this must not be a very good time for them." Like, can you imagine celebrating the holiday? People around you are trying to being happy, 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 and and I got to thinking about a lot of friends that I know that really just don't like the holidays, and it's got to be really tough when you're expected to feel a certain way, and you just don't. Right. So one of my big things is just to help people feel not so alone, and to maybe, you know, just tell them, like, I, I know where you're coming from, just reach out to somebody, you know, it's you're okay. making me very sad. My father was schizophrenic, and at Christmas it was just horrible. Oh, you yeah. just sit and stare at the ceiling the whole time. Yeah, and, I, and nobody, it's hard to talk about that because yeah, you're supposed to be is. happy, right? No, it still is, absolutely. It's very Yeah. Hard. So I wrote this song. It's called Silent Night. It's not the regular Silent Night. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Yes. You're a lot older than I thought uh, if you wrote Silent Night. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I'll do that. And then we can get out of our funk and do something fun after this. But Sorry. I think it's important that people feel recognized and validated. So. Well, it looks like Christmas is here. I was hoping that it wouldn't show up this year. Cause for me, celebrating just doesn't seem right. But all I've got is a silent night. Seems like everyone has got somewhere to be. Hear them making plans with their families And it's all I can do not to break down and cry As I sit here alone on this silent night And no amount of cheer is gonna lift my head And the lights and decorations remind me instead of what it is I don't have to go home to So please don't ask me what I want for a gift Cause there's really only one thing on my list And I know there's not a chance that it's what I'm gonna get So thank you for the wishes for a happy holiday and if I was in a better place, I believe the way you say Merry Christmas. But for me, Mary's far out of sight. And the only sound is my breaking heart on this side of night. So 
Way to go, Joy. And you made my wife cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> down there tearing up. I hate that song. <laughs> Play it again. Sing it again. That's sweet. That is, oh, I, we got a comment from a listener. This is hilarious because in Joanne's bio, there's a comment. Joe from Louisville said, she sounds kind of like Janis Joplin. <laughs> and in your bio, it says, she oh, kind of yes. sounds like a sober, sober Janis yes. Joplin. Mm, a recovering Janis Joplin. That's what yeah. Yeah. Look at Catherine. She's full. There's Kleenex down there. <laughs> It's I'm my job. You. It's a great song. Thank you. That's a great song. Thank you. You want to go with one of your rousing let's, so we can all... Let's, yeah, should we do a patchy song? Bells. Or do you want to do a... <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Yeah, there you go. That's not happy. Do you want to do a... <laughs> should we do a patchy song? Pick one. Oh, um, which one? I'll go out my da- That's a good one. That's good. Ode to Toots. <laughs> Ode to Toots. Ode to Toots right here. Ready? <laughs> I go out walking after midnight out in the moonlight, just like we used to do. I'm always walking after midnight, searching for you. I walk for miles. Along the highway Well, that's just my way Of saying I love you I'm always walking After midnight Searching for you I stop to see a weeping willow Crying on his pillow Maybe he's crying for me And as the sky turns gloomy The night wind whispers to me I'm lonesome as I can be I go out walking After midnight Out in the starlight Just hoping you may be somewhere out walking After midnight Searching for me Yay! Okay, where's the album? How can they get the album? Hard to Love is available. I get the most money if you buy it from joyannparker.com because that comes directly from me. You can get the CD there autographed or a digital copy. Otherwise, it's available everywhere. You buy your digital music, um, including the free ones, Spotify, all those other ones, all all there. And all the info's at joyannparker.com. And we've got a couple holiday shows coming up. And, and where are so, they? Yeah. Amazing voice. Ah, uh, thank yeah, you. you do. We you will be at Crooners two nights in a row, actually. We're going to be there on December 28th uh, to do our regular R&B show. And then Patsy Cline on the 29th, which I think there's like four tickets left for that. So yeah. get that. And then we're doing New Year's Eve at Bucure. Wonderful. Great having you, and you have to come back. Thank you. I'd love to. You can bring Mark. All right. <laughs> Mark, they invited you back. Yeah, you've been invited back. That's wonderful. I was that worried was about you. <laughs> exactly. That was wonderful. Thanks Thank for you. listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show.